Want to know more about what your favorite ninjas have on their minds? Check out the American Ninja Warrior podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, and it's a great listen for any Ninja Warrior fan. Yeah. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week... Can I just say something? Okay. Okay. That's the whole point. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this thing. Okay. Okay. So now that I'm, yeah. Um, I'm upset permission. about like most things right now. I was thinking of a mental list of the things that I'm upset about, mm-hmm. and it's like most of the things. Most. <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously, we're gonna talk about John Beeline very Ooh. shortly. Hmm. Okay. So I guess like going right into that. By the way. Harley and I are, like, dying right now, like, of sadness. Yeah. But we have kind of a commitment to fun on this podcast, so, like, <laughs> hopefully we, like, went to Pinball Pete's to, like, play some skee-ball. Yeah, we, like, we had one game of skee-ball each because we had exactly a dollar. I had a dollar and quarters. Yeah. Um, but where was I going? Oh, yeah. So, it's like, like <laughs> skee-ball. You guys have probably, okay, you, have, you can, if you want to hear, like, news about John Beeline, you can hear that anywhere. But, like, if you want to hear it in a fun way, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop saying whatever I was saying. Um. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop. I'm gonna need. You, I'm gonna intro Harley into her special segment. So, uh, a friend of mine, Harley Johnson, who's the co-host of this podcast. Hi. Um, <laughs> one day I don't know if you guys remember, but over spring break I was elsewhere. Um. Mm-hmm. And we were about to record a podcast, but I hadn't had internet for a couple days, so um, I called Harley just to, like, ask her to fill me in if there was any, like, sports news I'd missed out on so that we could record the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> um, <are> going <laughs> I was like, has, um, have any of the, like, former Michigan players gotten any playing time in the NBA just to know if, like, she could fill me in? She's like, oh, yeah, I wrote a poem about it. Want me to share it with you? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you wrote a poem about it? And then she just casually, like, she just hadn't mentioned it. She casually just shares it with me on Drive. She had written, like, a three-page poem (laughs) in, like, in, like, heroic couplets. Like, it had, like, an AABB rhyme scheme. And... (laughs) Like about like the former Michigan players like going to the NBA <laughs> and it like had them as like princes and like dukes and duchesses like I don't yeah. remember all the details but I was like how come you just like didn't mention to me that you just <laughs> casually wrote this and it didn't come up until I like asked about if they got playing time and you're like yeah I wrote a poem about it <laughs> that being said Harley wrote a, one of her famous poems about John Beeline <laughs> so before we get into the bulk of our conversation. <laughs> Which we will have, Harley. Take it away. <laughs> okay, just I guess this is just my like way of like finding something like funny. I thought it. I thought it was funny because like it's like it's hilarious. It's like sports writing, but like a poem. So I don't know why my creative juices have it's... led me to like this kind of like format, but like I have. Okay. So, anyways, I this. Can't get over it. <laughs> I just thought, you know, sports are supposed to be, like, funny and, like, we're weird and do these, like, out-of-the-box kind of things. And I'm like, why not, like, deliver, like, sports news in, like, the form of, like, 
I don't know. I was like writing it. The first one was kind of like Once Upon a Time, like, you know, the kind of like fairy tale storybook. But then I like started rhyming things like throughout it. And then I was just like, let's just like scrap that idea and write poems. So I wrote this um, poem to John Beeline. It's called To Beeline or Not to Beeline, an ode to the coach that changed the game. Okay. I don't know how to I'm going to snap when it like end. moves me. No. Oh. When it, when it, <laughs> I like slam poetry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> it's like my work is being revealed here. Okay. Uh, the reality has set in for the maize and blue faithful. The man that changed their lives has now become unavailable. Let's do ourselves a favor and go down memory lane. It might help alleviate this John Beeline related pain. <laughs> 12 whole years, we've had the privilege to have the winningest coach in Michigan basketball's history. Maybe his career before then to you is a mystery. The tale of Coach Beeline is one for all because we love to champion a man that knows how to ball. Years before he laid claim to the throne in Ann Arbor, he possessed a love for the game that he could not himself harbor. (laughs) He began coaching in the year 1975, a fresh college grad. He took on coaching at Newfane High School, which wasn't so bad. Up next on his journey towards his rise to power, he took on Erie Community College, then Nazareth, then Lemoyne, a true budding coach just ready to power. <laughs> I need a flower. <laughs> I don't know. I need a rhyme to power. I don't know. Uh, after Canisius. Canisius? Cassius? No. Okay. Canisius. That's what it is. I am watching my own poetry at this point. <laughs> he ventured to Richmond, where he coached some spiders, before <laughs> heading further north to hang with some mountaineers and some other West Virginia insiders. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> then, he, then he gave some Wolverines lots of cheers that surpassed a, sur- a seismic 11 when he became <laughs> king of the north in 2007. <laughs> From there, he changed the way Michigan carried itself. The culture was something that led to a lot of hardware on the shelf. Who has time to go through every award this man has achieved? Why us, of course, because we strongly believed. This coach brought Michigan to two Final Four and runner-up titles, two games that made us check all of our vitals. Mm. He won the Big Ten tournament back-to-back, one of them after their plane went off the tarmac. (laughs) It has truly been an honor to watch some of the games that he has coached, running a clean program that couldn't possibly be published. (laughs) Remember that time with the water gun soaker? It was fun to see him be quite the joker. He dubbed Knight Jordan with an overdose of swag, but honestly, the way Beeline sees the game is the way he secured his own bag. (laughs) Now for me, I'm a fan of the Cavs. But the thing about Beeline leaving makes me sadder than sad. <laughs> Everyone holds in him the highest regard. And with the way he carries himself, it's really not hard. Year after year, time after time, he has produced NBA players from centers to guards. That's why him leaving has left our hearts in shattered shards. <sighs> True. <laughs> <laughs> he took on guys that other teams wouldn't and made them into stars when others couldn't. Chrysler became a home for us all, with Beeline as our center and king of March's ball. Coach Beeline has the most wins in the tournament since 2013, where he finished with a total of 18. He's, like, actually tied, but, like, to make it sound Tied with three other people. Yeah, so, anyways. (laughs) He made Michigan rise like a phoenix from the ashes. We lived through some of Mm. the mightiest basketball clashes. 
From heartbreakers to victories, together we have become a fan of a coach who in our hearts will always be number one. Dude, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Poetry moves you, man. That was that was another experience. Um, You're welcome, everybody. Thank you for that, and we'll be back with some discussion after this. It's the most wonderful time of the year, college football time. The official kickoff is right around the corner, and preseason is already underway. So what teams are looking tired? Which coaches are in the hot seat? Who are this year's star players? It's never too early to think about opening week's must-see contests. But the big question is, how are you going to watch? Try Sling TV. With Sling TV, you can catch the college games your football-loving heart desires. You'll get great coverage at the lowest price, live, in the comfort of your own home. Sling Orange gives you ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN3. And for just $10 more, you'll get the full coverage sports extra with instant access to SEC Network, Pac-12, and more. Stream college football live with Sling TV and don't miss out. When you sign up now, you'll get your first month for only $15. Just go to sling.com slash vox CFB. Hurry, it's starting. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash vox CFB. This episode is brought to you by Invitae. Your genes can tell you if you're 12% French or 6% Italian. They can also tell you a lot about your future health. When you take an Invitae genetic test, we search for meaningful health information, like whether you're at an increased risk for inherited cancer or heart disease. Based on your results, you may be able to take steps to potentially lower that risk. Learn more by visiting Invitae.com. That's I-N-V-I-T-A-E dot com. Okay, we're back. Um, I feel like I should move on to like a think pair share. I feel like I'm in my English class right now. Think pair share. Do you never think pair share? No. Okay, so like, so like you think for a little bit on your own, <laughs> and then you pair up with the person next to you and discuss it, and then you share it to your class, like what you discuss. Isn't this the whole podcast? <laughs> yeah. Think pair share. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the whole formula for this whole episode. <laughs> For every episode we've created, just think and pair and share. I think that's what a podcast is. Honestly, it's just like how a podcast is saying something. Like we can say things. Okay, so we think together and pair and share. Well, we yeah, we're kind of thinking pairing and sharing at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Awesome. What are we gonna think and pair and share about? Uh, John Beeline. Oh right. So on Monday morning. Monday morning. Monday, the worst day of the week already. Yes. Um, uh, Woj from ESPN, who always is leaking everything, um, leaked that John Beeline had accepted the head coaching position with the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. and it's a five-year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you guys already know all the details. I mean, I don't know all the details, but like as far as the basics that you need to know, I'm sure you guys have all heard a million times. Beeline um, left it's Michigan gone. kind of seemingly out of nowhere and is going to be the head coach at the Cavs. So what were your initial th- thoughts about that, <laughs> Harley? Um, for the so, thinking portion, the thoughts. If you know anything about me, I don't wake up naturally before, like, Oh, wait, room. this is true. I so, forgot about this day. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, let me break this down for you. So, okay, like I said, I don't wake up, like, naturally before, like, noon. Um, But for some reason, like, my body woke me up at around, like, 9 a.m. And so the story must have dropped at, like, 8.45 or something around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was on my phone. And then, like, 12 notifications from Hannah. 
like one from my grandma, one from my <laughs> mom, like one from my friend Carrie, and like my did you say my dad? I don't know. All my parents, my brother, um, all my parents. I have two, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I like was like what? And I scroll down, and like Bleacher Report was like. Um, John Beeline accepts a uh, head coaching position at Cleveland Cavaliers, a uh, five-year contract. And I put my phone back down, pulled my covers over my head, and went back to sleep for two more hours. And <laughs> left me on my un- own. Unread. I, like, <laughs> no. I, I shut her. down, like, immediately after that. Yeah, and I was like, okay, really? You're going to make me go through this by myself? Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. Um, oh, I, like, had not, like, every, like, form of like bit of happiness was drained from my body like immediately um oh yeah bailey was another one she um she was on our episode an episode a few pods back but like (laughs) she woke me up last year when um it was like beeline was like thinking was like talking with the pistons and stuff and when he said he was staying she, like, woke me up and, like, told me that John Beeline was staying, and, like, that was it, and then I, like, went back to sleep, like, happily, um, but this time it was different because she sent me a message in the morning and, uh, to tell me that John Beeline left, and it was nowhere near the same experience. <laughs> um, it was the most heartbreaking thing of my life up until this point, uh, I don't know about you. Yeah, so, uh, have to agree with you. Um, <laughs> It was, it felt like I had uh, been murdered and well, then brought back to life and but, then like forced to live with the fact that I'm dead inside now. <laughs> huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was definitely a shock. We, there had been no leaks that he had even interviewed for that position. So that was kind of out of nowhere. And I think it got leaked just before he was able to tell the players. So that was sad. So sad. Um. But like Harley mentioned, Beeline interviewed for the head coaching position with the Pistons last year and ultimately wasn't offered that position, which like that for me was the most shocking thing of my life because I think up until that point, we had all really drilled it into our minds that John Beeline was thoroughly Michigan's coach and would retire from Michigan and like there was just no chance of him ever leaving. So I think the Pistons interviewing thing was more of a shock to me because after that, even though he ultimately didn't take the position, I kind of talked with some people. I didn't have like I don't know I just like gave me more time to process it and understand why Beeline would consider leaving and I kind of was under the impression throughout the year that if Beeline had been offered that position he probably would have taken it for a number of reasons um so when I got the notification that he was leaving for the Cavs I was obviously heartbroken Mm -hmm. but I also it wasn't as shocking as the initial Pistons one was because I had this context um I guess we can sort of get into that one of the reasons well It just kind of seemed that the way that college basketball was evolving and is evolving, it's just no longer like a good career fit for John Beeline because he has this fantastic basketball mind, Mm -hmm. but the way that it works is he's really good at developing players and like over a number of years. And he's also just has this like integrity and this refusal to do what essentially every other college basketball coach seems to be doing. Um, Mm -hmm. So that kind of put him at a disadvantage. But yeah, I think a lot of people are saying he likes being able to develop players over a number of years. Over all his years, Iggy is going to be his only one and done ever. Um, And the NBA is just going to give him more of an opportunity to do that. And I think when Iggy and Jordan Poole both left for the draft, which I don't think he was really expecting, it was kind of a 
not necessarily like that's the reason why I took the job, but it was just another like, seriously, I have to go out and recruit again. Like I never get to keep these guys, even if like they're not necessarily ready for the NBA. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think the just the overall like shock value of this whole story was like very like difficult to like comprehend. Um, because it yeah, like you said, it was like seemingly like out of nowhere and then yeah. all of a sudden like he was just gone. Um and uh in terms of like like um like now that like when you like mentioned like he would have like retired from here, I'm like, what will we have done like then? Like just like thinking of like any concept. Like I think at any point when he like either announced that he was gonna he would have announced that he was gonna retire or just like doing something like this and just like leaving um to go coach in the NBA, like I think either way we wouldn't be prepared. And like I think it would hurt regardless because in a sense, like the Michigan basketball, like for me personally I've only known John Beeline basketball here at Michigan and like mm-hmm. to have that like disappear like I have known nothing else and it's going to be really difficult to like witness what's going to happen in the next few like weeks over the course of this year like it's going to be weird <laughs> I'm not gonna lie um but also like when he said he was going to the Cavs like I watched the Cavs so, like <laughs> it, it was like person I don't know like I think just like I don't know it's like a weird like best of both worlds I mean of course like I would much 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 rather have John Beeline like here but like at least like I don't have to go out of my way now to watch like another like NBA team I can just stay with the one that I watch anyways um but in terms of like Jordan and like Iggy and like leaving to like I get that, like, college is, basketball is, like, a different kind of culture now and, like, a different vibe in general. Just, like, I don't know. I think having that, like, opportunity to take the next step in your own, like, career path. Like, the man started in high school. And, yeah. And, like, now he's, like, at the elite level of coaching basketball. And, like, he mentioned in, like, an interview like earlier today like at the NBA draft combine like um a lot of the guys like the Cavs themselves are like a mostly young team and like he said like they're around the same age of like his guys right now like Mm -hmm. he's still like coaching like a similar like age group until that's a good point so like developing them and like um, expanding on, like, the fundamentals and, like, having more, like, time with them in general just in terms of, like, having a more expansive, like, ability to, like, coach, like, I guess, like, not, like, more hours, but I guess that, like, makes sense. Yeah. Like, the NCAA, like, limits the amount of time you can, like, um, have the guys, um, like, in. So, like, he doesn't have that, like, limitation anymore. Not, like, it's going to be, like, cranking out, like, basketball 24-7, but, like, now he has, like, more room to like expand and like develop those kind of guys so yeah because if you think about what beeline's mo is as a college coach um it's developing players it's mm-hmm. finding the duncan robinson's the mo wagner's the trey burke. trey burke all those guys who i mean he didn't have a single mcdonald's all-american for 
all his years of coaching Michigan basketball, which is, or college basketball. He's never had a McDonald's All American, um, which is just insane because if you look at, I don't know, if you look at Duke this year, a team that for a while, like, I think Duke was number one and Michigan was number two, or they were comparable at the very beginning of the season. I won't say they're comparable the whole season, but they kind of started (laughs) off on similar footing, or at least that. Okay, I would. (laughs) Just that, like, it wasn't like Michigan was like a no-name team, and then Duke was the best team. It was they were both top ten teams throughout the season, and Duke had five McDonald's All Americans in in their freshman class, and then Michigan had or in their starting lineup, and Michigan had none. It's just kind of it's interesting to see, and I guess I guess since it probably isn't accurate to say Michigan and Duke were on similar footing, but that um, John Beeline and Coach K have the same number of NCAA tournament wins since 2013. If you were to compare the number of McDonald's All Americans they had, um, it's just John Beeline is fantastic at working, like developing these guys over time, and um, college basketball really just wasn't giving him the opportunity to do that anymore. And in addition to that, he is 66 years old. He's just signed a five-year contract, which is probably about how much time he has left coaching. So it probably Mm -hmm. came down to a question of, like, in my last five years as a basketball coach, or however many years there are, likely not many more than five, does he want to spend those constantly on the recruiting trail, constantly Mm -hmm. having to find new guys, um, constantly having to start from scratch, and deal with how dirty college basketball is getting and dealing with the stress of likely being the only clean coach in college basketball? Or did he want to take those last five years to see what he's probably always wondered, which is whether he can take his game to the next level because he is a basketball guy, he is a competitive guy, and he is like one of the best basketball minds mm-hmm. probably in the world right now, but we're about to find out. Um, I'm going to say probably in the world. The yeah. way that man sees the game is just like, I can't even put into words or like poems or like any kind of outlet. <laughs> like it's just out of this world honestly and like or like in this world but like out of this world like where mm-hmm. do you like obtain this great mind yeah i don't yeah. know but His... like i'm gonna miss that a lot. yeah well i guess i guess let's move on to um well okay before we move on to potential coaches just a couple quick little things Jalen wilson who was like the prized possession of next year's recruiting class like the incoming recruiting class decommitted um which isn't much of a shock but it's mm-hmm. sad it's just kind of like you knew all the dominoes were gonna start falling once yeah. beeline like was outie and now it's like oh they really are um and then but i've also requested a letter to leave the university of michigan as well you will get that letter in the form of a diploma <laughs> in not that long so hang tight <laughs> um and then i want to be really <laughs> enough of this pain and misery and then also on a weird hot take like i'm i know we'll like get to it like later but like just to say like with michigan basketball being like down for the count like football don't even say it football is gonna be under the biggest microscope ever like if they don't like provide, and I know it'd probably be like outlandish to be like at this point to be like you better make the playoffs, but like okay, we say that every year anyway. <laughs> I don't say that anywhere, but like at this point, I'm like, where's the faith? I don't know. But like, if 
literally, if they do not produce into a capacity that is, like, over the last, like, over the top from the last, like, what, four years? Like, I don't know what Michigan fans are going to do. Can like, I tell you what? I'm gonna like, be doing... we have nothing to fall back on now. Okay, so, like, right now, I hate Michigan football. I hate Michigan basketball. <laughs> and that's, like, never happened. Like, But I've... do you know what I've been doing with my time? If you say watching vlogs, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I've been watching like don't. room tours and like Coachella vlogs and it's honestly kind of filling the hole in my heart. Don't do that. Just, just do not do that. I, I no, 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 but I also like, I, I'm not a big shopper. Like I don't usually like impulse buy, but I like started buying like sweatpants on Amazon because yeah. So I guess don't start watching all these vlogs. I wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to watch this like girl's morning routine. No, 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 no. Okay. No, we're not doing that. Okay. Anyways, if anyway. football does not. Okay, I will. Being in the playoffs would seem nice, but like after all of this strife, it's like out of reach for me personally. But like, if we do not, I know we say this literally every single year for the past like, God, eight years at this point. Like, if we do not beat Ohio State... <laughs> I was like, we have not been playing. We need to make to the playoffs for Michigan years. Athletics as a concept. No. Yeah. No. I will. We're gonna... What are you gonna watch? Bailey. Basketball? No, I'm gonna watch... Well, no. Bailey is graduating. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm done. There's nothing no. left. I'm gonna do there's what I always do anyway. Like a corpse. I'm gonna watch Fab Five games on YouTube. That's what I do. <laughs> I am a fan of the 1991-1992 Michigan basketball team. <laughs> um, Oof. Uh, yeah, literally, like, it's all on you, Michigan football. I don't know if you'll ever listen to something as ridiculous as this podcast, but it is literally all on you. And, like, <laughs> do, you think, do you think Harbaugh's out there? Like, I hope you, you hear know, this. Hey, 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 team meeting. I just listened to this podcast. <laughs> no. I have this idea. We should make it to the playoffs this year. And everyone's like, Oh, Shay's like, wait a second. I wish I had thought of that. And then the like the speed and space guy, what's his name? It's like Josh, Josh Gass. <laughs> He's like, wait, maybe that's what I could use the speed and space for. It was the dumbest thing I've heard. Once we use I'm like <laughs> Um, yes, I hope Michigan football wins the playoffs. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, Michigan sports would be seen as, like, a major flop this next year if Michigan football does absolutely nothing. No, I know what you mean, because John Beeline has really been, like, Michigan Athletics' saving grace. Like, I mean, not that, I mean, we'll probably get into this a million times over football season. It's not like football season's a total flop, but it... It's, like, a flop. It's a flop in that, like, the whole program revolves around a rivalry that we have won four times in my lifetime. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, um, yuck, yeah, why would you say that? Yeah, okay, so moving back to oh, the uh, the coaching search. One and eight against Stops 10 teams. Yeah, exactly. And that's just in the Jim Harbaugh era. I don't <laughs> even want to know what it is. And it's probably one in like 40 in my life. Well, no, I mean, mm-hmm. in from like 2008 onward. Um, okay. Um, so, <laughs> Whenever we talk about football, we, like, <laughs> oh, this, like, like, something overcomes us. I'm like an alien from, like, outer space. So, like, Shaka Smart, who is the Texas coach, oh. um, uh, was rumored to be, like, a candidate for the uh, Michigan job. I hate saying that. Why do you always want to, like, shake my hand mid-podcast? No, stop it. <laughs> um, uh, but then, like, in this weird, like, 
flip thing. Uh, Texas interviewed Yaklich for the defensive coordinator type opening, which is like what Yaklich does here. So that's weird. If Yaklich vibes away, um, we're screwed, but we're already screwed, so whatever. Um, So potential coaches. um, Apparently, um, so a couple things. Apparently, Ward Manuel compiled a list of potential coaches last year when Beeline interviewed with the Pistons. So he already had that list, but he also hired a firm to um like do the coach recruiting interviewing process I don't really know how that works but I guess it makes sense because you just want to make sure you get the best guy overall because this is literally like good luck guy that's like good luck guy who says that good luck dude Charlie (laughs) good luck Charlie (laughs) good luck Ward um honestly good freaking luck you're never gonna please us. Someone asked me no. the other day, they're like, who do you want? And I'm like, John no Beeline. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Nobody, Nobody else. <laughs> but so there's like there are names that have been thrown around, but none of them are actually like like backed by anything. Um Sam Webb, who I guess like he counts as being backed by anything because he knows everything, um, says you can rule out Billy Donovan, Brad Stevens, and Chris Beard, which that sucks because those were like the three best guys on the list of names that were being thrown around I really really would have loved Billy Donovan or Brad Stevens but I don't think either of them are coming back to college basketball for the Michigan job which sucks a lot um and then Chris Beard like doesn't want to be lured out of Texas because he just signed a huge contract and like he's also like a Texas dude um a lot of people well I guess I'll go over the other ones first um so Laval Jordan has been thrown a lot been thrown around a lot because um my friend is like Okay. Um, because he was Beeline's like assistant coach at Michigan for a little bit, but um, he is the head coach at Butler right now, and he kind of sucks. So like, I don't like it's he is he does have head coaching experience, which is more than some of the other guys on this list. But like, he doesn't have like nothing he's done as a head coach has like made it look like he should move up to a higher level or yeah. Um, and then also people were throwing around names like Tony Bennett who's UVA, Jay Wright, Villanova, Mark Few at Gonzaga. Like, none of those, I just don't, like, why would they want to come to Michigan? They're already at these established programs. Um, It just, I that doesn't really make sense. Unless money, I guess. Um, Uh, Mark Few seems more, like, possible than, like, Tony Bennett or Jay Wright. I really don't know what would possibly make either of them want to leave. Like, I don't even know why, like, those names would be tossed around regardless. I'm like, that's a good joke. That's literally, like, if UVA had, like, if this time last year UVA had an opening and then people were like, maybe John Beeline. We'd be like, why? Like, yeah, where did you get that from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this is just what, like, you would hope would happen. I literally think that the names that have been thrown around are just people listing, like, the best possible. Well, I mean, I guess someone's thrown around, like, Coach K, so they're not being that ridiculous. But, like, I really do think nah, – like, I, I did see people um named Coach Cal, and I'm like, why would he leave Kentucky? That, like, doesn't make sense. Also, that's just not a fit. But um, then – okay, so in terms of people with no head coaching experience, you could obviously go internal because, like, Luke Yaklich and – I think you say – is it Sadie or Sadie? Sadie Washington have obviously been phenomenal assistant coaches at Michigan, and they're, like, a huge part of – the success in the past couple of years. And Washington was the when Beeline was out against Penn State, and I think when back when 
Um, he had a surgery. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, when was Beeline out? You're right. He was. He got thrown out against Penn State, so then Washington took over. Right. And then I think he was also leading when John Beeline was out when he had heart surgery last summer. Huh. Because I, so. I was thinking that Yaklich would be a better, like, more likely contender for head coach, but I guess... Mm-hmm. Yeah, either Who's one. to say, honestly? And then a lot of people are saying Jawan Howard. I... Okay, so, like, you guys know I love the Fab Five, and I think that if we were, like, post-Tommy Amaker right now, like, not post-John Beeline, I would be like, oh, my gosh, it would be, like, a Jim Harbaugh sort of thing, like, a homecoming, like, Michigan man coming back, like, it would be, like, phenomenal, but because we're coming after the John Beeline era, like, the Jalen, the Juwan Howard hype just isn't really gonna fly, and I don't really, like, he, he's an assistant coach for the Heat right now. Apparently, he's, like, a contender for some other head coaching job. I just don't really get why um, – I, I just don't think that he would be a name we're throwing around if he didn't have this Michigan tie, which, obviously, the Michigan tie is important. But, like, they're probably – like, I don't know if I, like, have all the knowledge, but I feel like there are probably other assistant coaches who are more qualified than him. But, like, people are just saying his name because he was a Fab Five player, which, like, is great. Jalen Rose said that Juwan is the best fit, which isn't a shock. Um, no. <laughs> I think – if Jawan Howard came, I would probably it would probably like after a minute I would be excited about it just because it's Jawan Howard. But I think I would rather like stay. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Would you rather get a Jawan Howard or would you rather get like like stay internal with like a Yaklich or a Washington? Mm-hmm. I just really feel like I don't know enough to like have an opinion on that. Yaklich and Washington know the culture though, which is so much of what we love about Michigan basketball lately is that culture. Uh, make a trade deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> give them what? Give My them, soul. Give them Yaklich <laughs> or be mine. <laughs> yeah. I will give you my soul. Yeah. That's like kind of how I feel. <laughs> um, Can we just rename our uh, team the Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> Every name that I see, I'm just like, can't we just have John be like, Regardless of what is going to unfold, I don't think anyone's going to be at all thrilled, like, in any capacity. So, like, regardless of, like, hiring within or, like, bringing in Joan Howard, potentially, um, it's honestly... There's nobody. There's, like, I personally just want... I think at this point I could just want someone to be, like, named almost just so, like, they can get out on the recruiting trail and, like, fix this madness before it gets worse. And, like, like I this is, like, a gaping wound right now. Like, literally it's, like, taking a chunk out of someone's body and, like, you better fix it or they're going to die. Like, like <laughs> wow. <laughs> morbid and gross. But, like, it's very serious. And, like, the longer this drags out, the, like, worse like I'm going to feel like because it's so stress inducing at this point and it's like like even today like just the announcement of Jalen Wilson like leaving I'm like oh like what else could possibly like go wrong now like yeah let's going to Texas yeah you know I mean yeah like we have this whole list I'm like are we even gonna have a basketball team to play <laughs> we were thinking about that today we're like who's still here <laughs> who cares? 
Sound off. We're like, oh yeah, John Teske. Oh, Sound <laughs> off. The starting, the starting people will be a John Teske, Isaiah Livers, Xavier Simpson, and um, Brandon Johns Jr. Hey, I like no. that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Brandon yeah. Johns and uh, Colin. more. Colin Castleton. All right. And there you go. There's <laughs> five bodies that are left. What a weird. That, yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do. Whoever is head coaching, don't do that. <laughs> Um. Oh, we still have that Cole guy, though, don't we? For now. For, like, the next... Probably by the time the this is posted, one? he'll be gone. <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, same. Take me with you. Um, uh, oh, yep. I just, like, I don't want to hear the name of the new head coach because I, I feel like it'll just I make do, it so much more real. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's already real. Like, he's already been at, like... John Beeline's already been at, like, multiple things for the Cavs. Like, he went to the lottery pick thing. He's just at the NBA draft combine. Like, he's already gone. Like, literally gone. Whoa! I just realized that's why he was at the combine. Yes! <laughs> I thought he was just going to check up on... Oh, my gosh. What? Okay. No! I thought he was just going to go, like, say hi to, like, no. Charles Matthews. How could you forget? This news literally came out on Monday. Come on! Oh my, no, but I did see the picture of him at the... um at the lottery and he just looked like an add-on <laughs> like he was sitting with all those people and he, he just uh, weirdly out of place and he was wearing a red bow tie i was like don't do that it's like wine yeah Thank whatever you. a wine bow tie <laughs> okay so let's move on to football um okay so yeah okay we'll, so we we'll have keep you guys posted on whatever unfolds of course but as of right now like breathe a minute of deep breathing can help you focus <laughs> I feel like your Apple Watch tells you that every time we try to record. Yeah, because we talk about freaking football and basketball, and it's always like, chill out, homie. Um. Okay, so football, we have a new quarterback, or like, no. Um. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to say this. JJ McCarthy um committed. He's a five star. He's a four four star on some websites. Four or five. five. Four or five ish. Going with four. Um. That's what I saw. I'm going with five. Um, that's what Maze and Bruce said, and I stand by him. Jeff's all for. Um, yeah, he's not a consensus five, but um, somewhere he four and a half. We'll give him. What should we rank him? Four and a half. I'm gonna rank him five Um, because I see that his comps are Drew Brees and Baker Mayfield. Um, he uh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Michigan's like obsessed with quarterbacks lately. Of course we are. It's just like I don't know. Every time we talk about Michigan quarter Michigan quarterbacks, I just like it's funny to me. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so now we have let's twenty twenty one class, just so y'all know. Yeah, oh we still have like seven in the lineup before him. Yeah, like so. trust me, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Brandon Peters is like deuces. <laughs> um, we literally good. <laughs> yeah, we we're done. Like honestly, okay. So right now we have Shay, uh-huh. Dylan McCaffrey, Dill in. <laughs> is that Dylan McCaffrey. Dill. <laughs> Dylan McCaffrey. Oh wait, and then Joe Milton. Yep. Sorry. Yep. And then JJ. Um. Okay, because I was no, I was Cade. thinking wait, Cade! We oh how did we forget Cade McNamara? Yeah, so I'm thinking someone's gonna transfer. I'm thinking we have one more transfer like in the next couple of years because they're all it's, we have a quarterback in well, every grade. Do we? Yeah. Well no. 
Because Dylan McCaffrey's you no, but he redshirted. Yeah, we have a quarterback in every grade. Swag. So like someone's gonna transfer unless they're all just gonna play their senior year. And they're all too good to just play their senior year. Well, we know Shay's out of here, so Oh wait, no, because Dylan Dylan McCaffrey took a redshirt year. So like there's one missing age group, I guess. Like next yeah, I don't know. Who is to say? Yeah. Um, okay, so also we recruited another guy. We personally recruited another guy. Sure did. Went out on the trail and everything. Yeah. I feel like we would be good at recruiting. I don't think we would. I think we would. I almost added... I would have a hard time painting a picture of this place. I would... No, that's what, we would take them to Pinball Beats. <laughs> it's no. the best place on campus. <laughs> I'd you be like... 50 cents? Wanna play some skee-ball? <laughs> be like, no. I'm like, Cool. <laughs> We're going to play. I'd be like, well, I hope you like losing, and they'd be like, I don't. I'd be like, hey, sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. Where I don't be like, okay, this I'm program's to... not for you. <laughs> we love to lose. <laughs> we love to lose when it matters. Um. So, but the people who really did recruit, re- what did I just say? People who really did recruit, recruit, <laughs> recruit um, the offensive coaching staff. Very they nice. were all being really weird on yeah. Twitter. They were, like, trying to announce that they had, like, some big news, but they were just posting these, like, weird GIFs, and I was like, that's just weird. <laughs> like, we're, we're like, we know you have, like, news, just, like, drop it. And then, but I guess they were waiting for the, like, official announcement from that player himself. Uh, which he, like, actually tweeted an hour ago, so. Okay, but, like, don't you think that player went on Twitter and saw that all these guys were, like, tweeting winky faces, and he was, like, <laughs> he's, like, he is this about to, like, me? talk to his mom or something. Look at this edit. <laughs> is that him? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, this guy's name, he's a four-star offensive tackle. His name is Zach Zinter, which I think is the coolest name ever. Like, his initials are two Zs. How often do you see that? So he's, like, Z-Z. Yeah, that's, Whoa. like, you, you've got to be a star if your name is Z- Zach Zinter. That's cool. Um, But he posted this picture. Do you want to describe it? Not really. Okay, he's, like, holding the word committed. It's, like, you know how Michigan... Like, it's, like, over the big house. Yeah. So it's, like, the big house is in the palm of his hand with these giant block letters that say committed. And how do I get one of them? <laughs> Can we get Can a, a baby you? big house? Can I hold that? That's every single thing that the Michigan football or basketball accounts t- tweet is just like it's hilarious like they're funnier than memes to me and they're not supposed to be funny but they're just so funny um but apparently zach zinter dude i love it that name is so cool zach zinter is the highest ranked member of michigan's recruiting class so for which year the year that he's in that's very nice but which year is that (laughs) i I truly don't know uh looks like 2020 to me so he's higher ranked than is this right Wait, 2020? Is that this year? No, that's next no. year. So JJ, okay, so it's the it's this year. This year is the Dax Hill year. Dax, Dax Hill oh. is the highest ranked player this year, I think. Mm. And then next year is the Zach Zinter year. And then the year after that is JJ McCarthy. That's just like one recruit from each year. I'm just trying to conceptualize it. Is this JJ? Who is this? No. Who is this? No, I think that's, that's the people. That's, wait, did you say Zay Zay? No, JJ Boo. Oh, I don't know. All of Michigan's quarterbacks are really hard to like memorize. JJ is a quarterback. ZZ is the (laughs) offensive tackle. That guy didn't look like an offensive tackle though. So. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's JJ. Yeah. 
He looks look, like a Michigan quarterback. Well, at least um, Shay and like Brandon Peters. Shay and like every boy on campus. Yeah, that's true. Brandon Peters is notable. Shay just looks the same as every other guy on campus. <laughs> I literally, I couldn't. If you put like a lineup and like put Shay in there with like a bunch of guys like from like campus, I'd be like. That's what I, we should do a that social one. experiment <laughs> and put like, like some random like frat guy out at like a Michigan like post game presser <laughs> just to like see if anyone and just have him be like. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think it'll work. Um, okay, we'll be back after this. <laughs> okay, we're back. So, um, for all we know, I could be Shay Patterson. You could. No. 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 You look kind of different. <laughs> Maybe if I had like a beard. You know, Shay Patterson kind of. Do you think Shay Patterson kind of looks like a weird version of Baker Mayfield? Like a distorted. Like you put Baker Mayfield through like a Snapchat filter, and it's Shay Patterson. But like, but Baker Mayfield, I could recognize hair. walking yeah, down the I street. Yeah, I can recognize Baker. Shay, I cannot. Shay just looks like he looks like a generic frat boy. Yeah, and it's so stressful. I'm, and I swear, every time I see a picture of Shay, I don't know who it is. Every time I see a picture of Shay, it looks different. That's, other conceptions yeah, that no, I've seen of Shay. So I'm like, is this the truth? Because we did that the other we talked about this last week too. <laughs> we um we held up two pictures of Shay from and like different like, and I was like different. I was like, I can't understand like, how these are the same Shay. guy. I don't know. But that's kind of how I felt about like Hey, I'm Spencer Hall. I'm Holly Anderson. I'm Ryan Nanny. I'm Jason Kirk. And we're the hosts of the Shutdown Fullcast, your Avengers of college football podcast. It says here in the script I'm to riff on what that means. And basically what I mean is it's all already spoiled. Every Tuesday, we talk about everything from cooking disasters to pro wrestling to unfashionable pants we wore in middle school. We also do talk about college football every now and then, like mascot fights, announcers fleeing the booth early, and unfashionable pants that coaches wear now. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it should be taken, subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or in your favorite podcast app. Hey, I'm Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge, host of The Vergecast. We've been revamping The Vergecast more and more lately, and I'm coming out with episodes twice a week, sometimes even a third bonus episode. On Tuesdays, I talk to influential people around the world of tech, like Microsoft founder Bill Gates and other tech execs like the founder of Lime Scooters, the CEO of Beyond Meat. We've also been talking to a lot of reporters and academics about the major pressing policy issues in tech, like Facebook's content moderation, they're not doing great, YouTube's harassment plan, or lack thereof, and whether or not the government should break up Amazon, which... Maybe it should. And then every Friday, I sit down with executive editor Dieter Bone and Paul Miller for our chat show. We cover the latest in tech news and product reviews. We bring in our other reporters from around The Verge. That show is a party. You should listen to it. You can hear all that and more if you subscribe to The Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to listen and join us. So again, subscribe to The Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. I don't know. I can't think of it. I was going to say, like, I felt that way about, like, John Teske and Mo at first. No. But then, like, it took, like, one game before I could tell them apart. I was just like, Absolutely. wait, which, which one's which? Um, okay, so, Combine. Um, right. Right. So, Iggy... What am I saying? They're, like, the three Iggy. guys who are looking for the draft are also... We're all invited to the Combine, which is cool. Um, and it looks like they're doing pretty well. Ignis. Ignis. Yeah. 
So the ESPN draft guy, analyst guy, um, <laughs> Jonathan Givoni. His username is like draft or something like that. But um, Same. <laughs> so like he obviously like is in the know. Um, he said that Charles Matthews is arguably the best defender from the four teams in competitive action. So yeah. Also, I mean, John Beeline was talking about. Charles Matthews' defense. Oh, yeah, he's, like, he's salivating looking for a guy to guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just in terms of, like, Charles Matthews, like, when he's out on the floor, like, his, like, main focus is, like, the guy he's guarding. He wants to, like, look back on the stat book and, like, see that the guy's head was, like, probably, like, held to, like, his lowest, like, um, points and just, like, shots made. And, mm-hmm. like, honestly, who wouldn't want a guy like that on your team? John Beeline, if you're listening, uh, fifth overall pick. I don't know who you're going to choose. <laughs> I saw this, like, mock draft, and they were like, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, so. I really want to know, um, like, obviously Beeline's going to be coaching Stauskas now, but if his, uh-huh. like, experiences, like, I guess I just okay. want to know how much his I Michigan don't... bias can play, is going, like, obviously he's going to be smart and relatively unbiased, but I want, yeah. I want to say something first. Yeah. You know how everyone is, like, talking about, like, (laughs) what if John Beeline just makes a bunch of, like, deals and trades and stuff to make the Michigan super team? And I'd like to go on the record and say that I said that first. She said that in the lost segment before Beeline became a – like, went left the NBA. the Pistons got swept by the Bucks, I was like, you know what sounds like a great idea? Like, we were discussing this. I have the audio. It never got posted, but I have the audio from it. Yeah. Who said that? Maybe I'll tweet it. No, it was too long to tweet. It was, like, five minutes. Well, if you want to listen to my theory, just, like, listen, and just, like, block out the word Pistons or Detroit and, like, insert the word Cleveland or Cavaliers, and it's basically the same story. So, I'd like to go on the record and say that it was my idea, and you guys are copying me. You guys suck. Just, like, credit what you're due, man. Yeah. I give you all the credit in the like, world, Harley. Credit, you know? Yes. You can, you get my credit. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, but, yeah, wouldn't that be the dream? Has Nick Stauskas posted anything? Team? I saw him, like, mention something about it. I just saw it in Because all the guys, um... I think this is notable. I also feel like I'm yeah, like he was that's the headline I saw. It, it was like Nick Stauska says Coach Beeline is a basketball genius. We already like, knew that. We already knew that. <laughs> but like I saw that and I was like, it's kinda cute. Yeah. Um it's like when worlds collide again. I just like adorable. Yeah. Um and then okay, so back to the combine. Um, Orion saying from the free press said, "Looks like Jordan Poole. This is a tweet. Looks like Jordan Poole is currently the leader when it comes to shooting spot up shooting at the NBA Combine. Number two off the dribble shooting. So Jordan Poole's shooting. That's nothing new, but like awesome. Oh, and then we have a bunch of tweets from uh, Rod Beard from the Detroit News. Yeah, just in terms of like Ignis because we're and like, Jordan. Well, like I included the little Jordan at the end because it was like, oh Jordan. But like we had like all the vibes about Charles and Jordan. So then I was like Ignis." Um, and of course, like, it's not, like, that weird, but, like, uh, after, um, the John Beeline exit, like, Iggy is probably leaning towards staying in the draft, which is, like, not surprising at all, like. I just don't get why he hasn't said it yet. Yeah, that's still weird. It's weirding me out that he has yet to say anything. He said that John Beeline's departure weighs in on the 
decision whether to stay or go, but he'll have an official announcement after the combine. So, I okay. He yeah. I I bet it's like kind of a matter of respect, sort of thing. I guess. I think so too. Um, and also, it personally, it'd feel like a low blow. But honestly, like. <laughs> I think that probably is what he's thinking. It's like, really, I can't just say that now. Yeah, but... um, We're in mourning. And he's also probably waiting to hear who the new head coach will be, but it doesn't seem likely that there's a chance of a head coach that will make him want to come back. And, like, it also is um, said that he has a workout with the Pistons after the combine. So... Yeah. And um, um, Jordan Poole has also met with the Pistons. I was thinking... um, well, for a minute, I was thinking, like, oh, how cool would it be for one of them to go to the Pistons? And then I was like, not really. Both. Yeah, or both. Okay, that would, that would be cool. Watch them. Yeah. Well, that was the cool. thing, because, like, I kind of want to start watching, like, it would, Little Caesars is just so close, and it would be nice to, like, have a team to want to go so watch. Crazy. Yeah, we don't, it's. In portals. There, there are portals. <laughs> so has a has a good concourse though. Very nice concourse. Yeah. Very confusing portals. Yeah. And, like, mean people. Like, the guards who, like, wouldn't let us go to the seats that we didn't buy. Um, uh, but then I was thinking... they should have just let us vibe down. Everyone was out by, like, five minutes left in the game. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, like... Oh, by those kids with the foam finger. What? Remember the kids with their foam fingers or whatever, and they kept hitting us? No. <laughs> they're, like... Yeah. They're, like, poking us in the back of the head. Oh. It was so annoying. <laughs> Don't sit in front of children. They like hit you with whatever like free thing they hand out. Um, hot take. Yeah. So not even hot take. It's real. So yeah, those guys are all doing well at the draft. Oh my allergies are so bad right now. Um, thank you. <laughs> I literally like oh, I don't feel good. Um, but it's mostly because of other reasons, like John Beeline leaving. <laughs> um, okay. It doesn't make the healing process of your immune system better. Yeah. No, I was literally, so before we recorded, I was in like, I was just, I felt like I was dying. So I was like, I have to go get a nice chai. So <laughs> I left. And then there were all these like groups. And I don't know why it bothered me so much, but there were like all these like groups. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there were like these youths, like all these different groups of people wearing like matching t-shirts and they were like taking group pictures. And my eyes were so itchy. I just want to like stop taking group pictures. My eyes are itchy. And it all sounds unrelated until like, you guys know how it feels when you're just, like, in a bad mood and, like, you don't feel good. And then people, like, are, I don't know. I just really don't feel good. Okay. Can you explain the NCAA, like, potential rule change? Okay. So that's, like, something else in the works right now. The NCAA is, like, uh, gonna discuss in, like, a meeting um, whether, um, basically whether players have, like, um, name rights essentially so like if their names are on um certain products and um maybe even like you know back when they made like uh video games for like uh NCAA football and basketball like whether they could be um accredited for um their name rights um so in a sense it's not like paying athletes but like they would get like a monetary benefit from um this and obviously which is like like going anywhere in the paying athletes debate is like seems difficult um but this is definitely like something that could be um a good 
It's a step. Step for the NCAA, especially being so, like, I don't know, unwilling to change, honestly. But, That's like, true. Um, just, like, even acknowledging it is, like, for me personally, like, I think it's at least a recognition as to how the game itself is changing um, and is, like, really highly marketable and, like, widespread, like, industry that college athletics is like you gotta start somewhere and I think even just like this small component is enough to like open the door like wider and like um hopefully like there's something like positive that comes out of this discussion and I you know feel bad for like the guys that are like gone through the NCAA and are like well where was this when I was there like blah 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 but I'm like at some point like you gotta start somewhere and like and it seems like most of them are pretty like but most happy about it yeah and be like um yeah I think it's really cool the NCAA did specifically say that like it's they're not gonna do anything that could be construed as paying players yes so that's like obviously no surprise from the NCAA and I do think like since it is I don't know I feel like this is definitely a good first step because paying players is just so like complicated with like the title nine implications and like just all that stuff that they would have to deal with first. So at least something where like just allowing players to like capitalize off their likeness being used. Like that seems like, like that just makes sense. Yeah. That's just fair. Well, in terms of like paying players then you get into questions of like, which sports bring in profits, like, Mm -hmm. and if it's just men's sports and how do you deal with title nine, like all that stuff where it's like, okay, that's like a lot. That's like just complicated. But, um, it takes a lot of conversations too. Like, I feel like most people would kind of be on board with the whole namesake thing. Like, if your name is being, like, replicated out in, like, the community to which your, like, college is in, like, yeah, I would want my, like, I'd be like, you're using my name on, like, jerseys and selling these jerseys, and I don't get any profit when that's me, like, it makes no sense. Yeah. But at least, like, people can, like, sympathize with that and be like, yeah, that makes total sense. Um, If your name is being, like, reproduced, and, like, who wouldn't want to play, like, NCAA football again? Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, you know, that Chris Webber story where, like, he go. he's like at M Den and he sees that you're literally labeling these like black socks and these baggy shorts and baggy blue t-shirts as like fab five gear and then he goes across the street to buy like like a sandwich and he like didn't have enough money for it I don't know if that story is like dramatized or whatever but it like it it makes sense it's like that's that's a problem that needs to be discussed yeah all right what did what did Ben say all right, so I like called out my brother because I was like, "Oh wait, shoot, there might be something that we're missing in the term in the sports realm." Um, so on another segment of Ben Sense, um, when I asked him what's new in the sports world, he was like, "Well, there's a hundred days until college football." Ew. <laughs> and is not excited. No. Not excited. Um, and then he, I asked him about um, obviously the NBA lottery picks were announced. Um. And he was like, well, the Lakers, the whole thing with, like, the Lakers um, getting the number four overall when the Cavs, Suns, and Bulls all had a worse record than them. He was like, that's kind of suspicious to me because they weren't as bad, but they hopped all the other teams. So I kind of agree with on that. So then I was like, what about... That just reminds me of, like, stats. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just like, it can happen. It's stats. Oh, great story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was like, okay, so what do you like? 
um, so what do you think this means for, like, the Cavs? And he's like, well, at least there's always the Browns. And, like, I don't think a Cleveland fan has ever said that in the past, like, decade. So that's weird and new. Um, so then I asked him about John Beeline, of course, because um, my brother, a big Ohio guy. Um, and uh, he said, this is such a jerk thing to say. <laughs> such an Ohio state thing, too. He goes, um, hopefully he leads them to the finals um, just to lose. Um so if you don't get the subtle dig, uh, we made it to the finals twice. Um, we should I, basketball dig. I think, I think people know. Yeah, so. I think we're all well aware. Yeah, just in case you need me to spell it out for you. Um, so yeah, he's good at that. Um, that's what he said. And I'm like, thanks. Uh, anyways, another thing you he's like, oh, right. So the Sharks are playing this. San Jose Sharks are playing the St. Louis Blues right now um, for the Western Final in the NHL playoffs. And the Blues, like, sing a lot. They were, like, singing a song. <laughs> That's great, Hannah. <laughs> um, so the Sharks won off of a missed call. Apparently there was an illegal hand pass where one of the players on the Sharks um, caught a puck and, like, pushed um, the puck towards another one of um the players and they scored a goal off of that um so in the nhl and i said i don't know (laughs) you can you're allowed to like catch the puck but you have to like put it like immediately straight down um but they said it was like a little bit pushed towards his teammate um off Hmm. of a deflection and so that was a little controversial um the sharks are currently um in the 2-1 lead um yep tonight the Warriors are playing the oh gosh, I'm blanking. Which hmm? Portland again. Trailblazers. <laughs> I was like, bruh. <laughs> My brain just flatlined. <laughs> um yeah, Katie's still out. Um and like He's like not coming back. Sure. He's like out with injuries. So. Yeah, no, but they said that he's not likely to come back like during the play or like at all. Yeah. So that was just like in- news is like he's yeah. still gone um and anyway um other breaking news was like patrick peterson um he's on the cardinals um will be suspended for the first six games um failed drug test you know he's found to have sports enhancers in his system and big news that like my brother didn't mention but i thought i should add in to his own segment um, Baker Mayfield shaved his beard off. Wait, did he actually? He really did. I didn't see that. He looks like a Shay? 16-year-old child. Well, I saw him without his beard because I re- recently watched his, like, draft day vlog where he didn't have a beard. Yeah, I'll pull it up for you. It's kind of, like, jarring because I'm, like, used to Oh, him. the Browns posted it? Yeah, I sent it to him and my brother, like, saw it, but he, like, didn't make a note to, like... See, that's the thing. That's why we need see, more women making sports podcasts because <laughs> no one else will be... <laughs> Okay, he doesn't really look like Shay. He doesn't look like Shay, no. But he like looks like a kid. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. But yeah. That, but that's the beard would probably get says. hot. Like you think point. having that on your face. That's how I felt about like Chase Winovich with It'd his be long nice hair. In the, like in the winter, November, warm. December games. That's true. Like in the um in the winter face. I never wear my hair in a ponytail because it like my your ears. Fan. Yeah, everything I get so cold walking to class with my hair's in a ponytail. Um, but that's how I always wonder that about Chase Winovich when you see him out there and his hair's just down and you're like how are you not like so hot and sweaty because I can't wear my hair down in the summer at all um okay so we have other breaking news um do we're, we ever we, oh do we ever <laughs> so which one do we want to say first um 
the Let's first go in one. alphabetical order. So, so the, how the list is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, those of you who know the origin story of our podcast, it's kind of convoluted. But, like, we don't really know. Like, we just kind of started making it. But, like, one of the points. I think we kind of know. Yeah. So, like, one of the reasons is that on the way back from San Antonio, we were, like, we had listened to, like, I don't know. We were wondering what to do. So, we listened to Andrew Dockage and Duncan Robinson's podcast, The Doc and Dunk Show. And we loved it. And part of it, like, after that, like, we always had it in our mind that we should start a podcast. It's true. And by the time we were listening, the show was over. Like, the last episode was Dockage saying he was going to Ohio State. And, like, it was just, like, it's over. So we never, like, got to listen to episodes as they happened. Mm-hmm. But today, of all days. Of all days. Today. The day that we record our podcast. Oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Andrew Dockage announced on his Twitter that the Doc and Dunk show was back. And, yeah, we listened to it while we were uh, planning out our very own podcast today. So, yeah. Um, it's great. Not as good as ours, but, like, it's good. <laughs> I'll give it, I'll put it number two on the list. <laughs> number two. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's, that's breaking news for us because, like, honestly. We were pumped. It I was, like, actually breaking news. Okay, do we're you want to like, know, shook. like. The other day, I was going through my podcast app, and I was, like, deleting the podcasts that I don't listen to anymore, because I, like, I listen to so many podcasts, and I, like, only want the ones there that I'm going to listen to right as they come out. So, like, DS Machine Yeah, that was still, well, Maze and Brew was still on there, but I, like, went back, and the very bottom ones are, um, like, the Doc and Dunk show, and, like, Antonio Brown's, like, one episode podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, should I delete these? And I was like, no, these are staying here. And, like, let me, I'll, after the episode's over, I'll check my podcast app because I bet it's, like, new episode and it's, like, now back at the top of my, Whoa. like, podcast app. So, that's, that's, cool. that's, like, kind of awesome. Okay, so our next break. What is on Spotify? I'm kind of bummed about it. Mm. That's how I listen to my podcast. The good thing about Views from Stadium Boulevard is it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, yeah. and oh, directly on MasonBrew.com. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool, Anne. <laughs> um, okay, our next breaking news moment. Moment? Moment. That's right, we had another moment. Oh, yeah, I think that was in the last episode when we talked about our favorite moments, but whatever. Um, yeah, Mo Wagner's on campus, like, as we speak. Yes. As we speak, he's doing an, a signing at the MDEN, right? No, that's over now. Oh, well, he did. It was, like, from 6 to 8 p.m. But, like, I... Do you want to... Should I explain the story? Yeah, how about you say your part, and then I, like, say my part, <laughs> and then we, like, come together for, like, our part. So, like, think, pair, share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, a podcast. <laughs> okay, so, I was coming back from my calc class, and I was, like, well, today's Thursday, obviously, so, like, Hannah and I, like, meet up. And, um, like, record a podcast. And record a podcast. But, like, today, like, we went on, like, multiple adventures, like, before. Um, But, anyways, so, I, like parked my car in this parking lot and I was like walking towards Hannah's apartment and I hear this like voice and I'm like where have I heard this before why does it sound like Mo Wagner why does it have a German accent <laughs> yes and I look up and lo and behold Mo Wagner is across the street from me with who I can only assume is Eli Brooks I cannot confirm because <laughs> I was sort of weird <laughs> shook to my core and I can't um, tell who that is I'm just gonna assume it's Eli Brooks <laughs> No, it doesn't look know. like Eli Brooks. Same height, same stature, kind of like same hair, but like had a hat on. Yeah. So like I was like, I'm just going to assume as such. Um, so yeah, made eye contact with Eli Brooks, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
for like way longer than we should have exchanged a glance. And I like changed a glance. <laughs> I like pull my phone up to my ear because I like called Hannah immediately and was like whispering because they're literally across the street. So even if I were trying to like speak in like a normal voice, I'd be like, they would hear me being like, Hannah. Hannah, like, <laughs> Mo is across the street from your, like, on the same side as, of the road as your apartment building. And she's like, what? What? I'm like, come outside now! <laughs> it was so, like, first of all. Okay, I also, like, out. don't know, like, this was, like, an out-of-body experience, which is weird. So it's not like we acted like this when Mo was a student here. Like, just to clarify. It's a celebrity. Yeah, now he's, like, he's on the Los Angeles Lakers. This is a big deal, people. But, like, in this weird way, like, I was, like, he's still, like, up here. Yeah, that's what, okay. It was very odd, like, because I, like, see him as, like, Mo, the Los Angeles Laker. But also, I'm, like, Mo is still very much, like, a peer of mine. Like, that's- a Michigan Wolverine. Like, it would be weird. To be like outlandish and odd in his presence because that is very weird. <laughs> That's like it's a weird in between because if like even if DJ Wilson probably mm. I don't know if like I'd still be like if Trey Burke came back like, to campus. Oh yeah, that. Then I would be like, I need a picture with this guy, like, or I just like yeah. want to go up and talk to this guy because he's like a celebrity to me. But like, like Mo, it's like you don't want to be that one person, but like we totally were, but we were just, we're just weird like, about kind it. Of lingering longer than we should have. So I'm up in my room and I get a call from Harley and she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, Hannah, 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 get out of here, get out of here. And so I like go outside in my socks and then she's just like, that's Mo, that's Mo. And like I look and I'm like, oh yeah, there's Mo. And um, I'm like, whoa, there's Mo. And we were like, whoa, that's Mo. And then um, we like very slowly walked back to our apartment. So that's like super weird, but like we still looked weird. Yeah, we were, it was we'd, still like weird. It's walk still... like two steps, turn around and stare, and then like walk two more steps, turn around and watch. And like, well, they, I'm sure he's used to it. I'm sure he is, but um, it's still weird. It like, like, we're still those weird people. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. And then um, we love Mo. We went to well. I needed a nice coffee, and like so did you. Um, oh, yeah, we definitely, yeah, I need a nice coffee. <laughs> that guy who just walked by could have been Shay for all I knew. <laughs> um, so, um, we, like, went, for some reason I didn't wear shoes. I don't know why. I wore, like, my slippers. Well, you, you answered the call, and you had, you heard the immediacy. So yeah, so I had to get out. Yeah, so, but then we went to Starbucks, and I, like, still didn't have shoes, which, yeah, like, is wore, like, a walk slippers. from my apartment, um. But at first I was like, yeah, this is funny. And then, like, the farther we go, I'm like, I don't live close enough to Starbucks for this to be, like, a normal thing to do. <laughs> but, um, uh, we, like, walked to Starbucks. And then as we walked back, right as we walked back, they walked out. And I was like, wow, I, we're honestly kind of, like, w- what did they, like, what we're is- kind of, it, it's kind of synergy. <laughs> <laughs> okay when we tweeted the same thing as raisin brew and then whoever was running raisin brew was like brand synergy that was like us we we're so like we're like brand synergy we're like synergized with mo we're just like one yeah against like the cosmos yeah exactly Most like what are cosmos. the odds <laughs> what are oh, the boy. odds i'm walking out of the pizza place and we're just like we're like there, there he is again. There he is again. We but it's blessed. we just like weirdly like watch again because like what else car. are we gonna do? And they walk to our car. We walk back or their car. We walk back to my building, and then and then we had to like process this. Yeah, we what did we do? Then we, we went on no. Then I just got some shoes, and then we went to like four bookstores. 
Yes. Um, cool. But highlight of my day after losing Jalen Wilson, I was like, oh, I hate J- losing Jalen Wilson was the highlight of my. Day. <laughs> that it hurts. But then like seeing Mo, I was like, you're right. There are things to live for in this world. The iced coffee might have been the highlight of my day. Oh, that's lame. I saw Mo Wagner twice today. <laughs> and I, like, texted my brother, or, like, snap messaged my brother. I was like, I just saw Mo Wagner. And he was like, why? And I was like, okay. And then I, like, messaged my mom, and she sent, like, a heart emoji. And then I messaged my dad, and he was like, nice. <laughs> I told my mom, and she's like, was he with Franz? And I was like, no. But, which is, like, a notable point. I don't think Franz is on campus yet, but he apparently is still. Supposedly. Supposedly. Gonna come and visit. Yeah. Without a head coach. Um, yeah. So is Mo or <laughs> John Beeline just got back from like did he literally like hop off the plane like did he hop go to the, the like Cleveland then? airport after going to Germany? LA, yeah. Oh, I don't know what happened. Um, okay. I want to know? Because it it was like really like wasn't he just in Germany last week? He had to have been like on the phone interviewing for the Cavs when he was in Germany. Shh. Actually, I don't know exactly when he went to Germany. Time is like not yeah, really making concept. sense lately. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is the DJ Wilson update? I want to hear about the only um, Wolverine left in the world right now. <laughs> in terms of the NBA playoffs. In, ter- in terms of the playoffs. Um, in terms of the- all right, so the Bucks and the Raptors are in the Eastern Finals now. Um, the Bucks took game one uh, by the score of 108 to 100. DJ Wilson did not play Still has a left angle injury day to day. These updates aren't very fun. <laughs> just like no. has a left angle injury. DJ is like hurt. Um, but probably still swagging. The league of its Instagram did on their story like a like that one of the question things where you can put in a question, and I put DJ Wilson is the best dressed player in the league, and they never answered it. Well, that's just fact, so they don't have to answer it. Yeah, they don't have to answer it. But, like, someone it's else said... It's not a said, question, it's fact. They, like, used a picture of DJ Wilson in another one of their answers, so I feel like they didn't want to seem too, like, obsessed with DJ. But we all are. But, like, yeah, it's, like... You see him? Yeah, he's... Aw. I love mm-hmm. DJ. Adorable. Um, okay. So, no. last, but... Certainly, Certainly not. That was weird. <laughs> last but not least, Certainly. we have the bedtime story again. So, if you remember from last week, um, you know, just listen to last week. I don't think you really need to be caught up that much. Let me see if there's anyone. Um, okay, wait. So, the... Very... Okay, I'm just making sure I have it okay. right. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Do you want to just, like, do that, like, quick, like, reminder, refresher of what characters we have so far? Yeah, I'm going to need you to give me one more character, though. Oh. Do we have a new one? Yeah, there's what a new one. What kind of animal is it? Uh, you'll find out. Well, you have to tell me so we can draw it. No, you, but then it's not going to be, it's not going to be as funny if it's not a. It's true. Okay. Well, like, what, is just it write like, the name of the person like so it's a surprise. Old? Just just write the name of the person. So but I want to know. No, because it was funnier last time because you had no idea when you told me the names and then it, it was a surprise. Just to, just write the name Good of the one, person. I need to like think of one now. Okay. Um. So basically, what we're doing, if you guys didn't listen last week, I have this awesome junior novelization, Barbie is the <laughs> Island Princess, um, and we're kind of like mad living it. So she's giving me names okay. of Michigan football players, and I'm filling them in for the characters, so that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that I, you guys can get a nice little bit of story. Sure. So last week I read the intro, and this week. I'm going to be reading the chapter one. Okay, go. Okay. 
Okay, so I have... that he's still among us. (laughs) Okay. Josh Metellus gave a hearty wave to the chattering dolphins as he raced across the beach. The tropical sun cast its rays on the sparkling blue ocean. A warm breeze whistled through the towering palms while the wild island rose filled the air with its sweet perfume. To most, such an island would be a paradise. But to Josh Metellus, his island was also one big playground. (laughs) With his sun-streaked hair streaming behind him, Josh Metellus loved swinging on the vines with his friends. He loved splashing in the watering hole with True Wilson, the baby elephant, and sunning on the beach with... Oh, is this to do another one? No, no. This is, this is one of them. I was just trying to remember who it was. With Jake Moody. He even loved hurling branches like high-flying javelins through the air. That afternoon, Josh Metellus and his friends frolicked on the beach. They spotted something strange toward, floating toward their island. Quickly, they made their way to the top of a bluff where they watched a huge hulking object drift into the cove. I've never seen a floating island before, Jake Moody exclaimed. That's not an island, Josh Metellus said. He wrinkled his <laughs> nose as he thought hard. It's a, hmm. Josh Metellus couldn't find the word. He knew he had seen one before, but where? Or when? Suddenly, oh. two strangers stopped off the ship, for that's what the object was. <laughs> Just gonna tell us? Um, <laughs> Shay Patterson, Jake Moody, and True Wilson uh, stared down in amazement as one of the strangers made his way through the jungle. They had never seen such an animal before. It had no feathers, trunk, or tail. It wasn't a fish, and it certainly wasn't a whale. It can't be good, uh, Jake Moody said. Or, wait, no. Shay Patterson, Patterson said. <laughs> but J- Josh Metellus was not afraid as he climbed on the bluff for a closer look. To him, there was something wonderful about this strange new animal. <laughs> there will be more next week. <laughs> was and then was like it was a ship i thought that was poor literary well, like, craft the characters don't know what it is yeah but the, what the characters don't know is it, i guess it's an omniscient narrator so like we know but they don't know so third person who omniscient. should the <laughs> tweet us who the love interest should be if you're like a huge be? oh okay if you're a huge josh matanas fan um do you have like a daily like Instagram account. Wait, like yeah. A fan of Josh Metellus. If there's a Josh Metellus fan account, we'll make it that. <laughs> should we like make up a person? <laughs> Little did you know when you were trying to think of like a single defensive player who's left on the Michigan team that like he would pick up the stories like protagonist. He's he's Barbie in the story. If you guys hadn't told us who I'm like replacing. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Okay, so oh our podcasts are available. This is not a romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I ordered a, I ordered another Barbie Junior novelization on Amazon yeah, today because this, this other one is like due back. Yeah, yeah. Which like <laughs> I had it sent from like a faraway library. So maybe we should um, just make it in person. No. Okay. Make, so it, make it like Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah. It's you, not you. I just like, like it's weird enough having a podcast about like the football players, but like if any of them ever find it, and then they're like, "Oh, she like writes stories where she like falls in love with them." <laughs> like I already feel creepy enough when I see them around, and they like have no idea who I am, and I like secretly have a podcast about them. <laughs> All right. Totally that. <laughs> Not, not only write that, but I write fan fictions about them. Now you don't too. write it. This is somebody else's work. I, ins- I read. I read Barbie Junior novelizations and insert myself and Josh Metellus into the. Fan. This person <laughs> folded the bookmark yeah. after creating a page. <laughs> I can't get over this. Okay. Drew Wilson is a baby elephant. <laughs> I was like, should it be Nick Saban because he's like a baby elephant? Well, no. Okay. This is a Michigan novel. Um, our podcast. Ooh, oh my gosh, you guys! I'm gonna go home and fall right asleep book. after this. My allergies are killing me. Yeah. Um, our podcasts are available under Maze and Brew Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and directly on Maze and Brew. So subscribe, rate, spread the word. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah and I I honestly kept getting it mixed up. I, and you can find me on Twitter at Hannah underscore H two two seven. Um, It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, there's Jake like a giant Jake movie, and then there's like True a. True Wilson. <laughs> Harley's really into this junior novelization. By the way, in the past. Wait. I don't even think Shay was in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Shay. SP is. Yeah. Okay, it should be easy because the one that starts with an S is Shay. Okay. Um. So you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Views from Pod. Harley, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at Harley underscore Johnson X. Thanks for listening, guys. Go uh, blue. <laughs> <laughs>